Welcome back to the Blair White Project podcast. Gonna be a weird episode. Because y'all are out there doing some weird stuff. These articles and or TikToks that I'm going to cover with you today. Let's just say um, I'm the most sane one out here. Despite the gaslighting, right? Like y'all act like I'm the problem. Far from it, actually. I'm not quite sure how this first story is real. And before we even jump in, I must beg the question, am I high? Because it must be the weed. It must be the E, Mariah Carey. How is this a real headline? Nicki Minaj congratulates Ben Shapiro on number one track. Not bad, is the quote. Wow. <laughs> 2024, I will say, you know, she's coming in hot. She's coming in hot. So... This, of course, is Tom McDonald's song featuring Ben Shapiro, which, if you haven't seen it, neither have I. However, it's not because I haven't wanted to with every fiber in my being. I actually, the second I saw it, had to stop myself from clicking on it because I just feel like it would be wrong to watch it by myself. I need to watch it for the first time with y'all. And y'all know Tom McDonald is a very good close friend of mine. I was in his music video, Snowflakes. In fact, put it on the screen. Just a masterpiece, just art. I mean, Tom's mind to think, to put my tranny ass in a music video, a rap video, a right wing rap video featuring a trans bitch. It's kind of like, okay, next level, next level. So let's see this together, this banger together. By the way, I'm laughing at Ben, not Tom. Shout out to Tom. Before we even get to Ben's part, I do have to say, not enough people know this, and it's awesome. Tom's whole operation over there is very independent. It's just him, his girlfriend Nova, and like a few other people that help him on the videos. That was a setup when I did, you know, my music video with him, and it was very like independent. And I just think that's amazing in an industry that this song reached number one. Do we understand this? What an accomplishment that is just for the entertainment industry, the music industry especially. And it really shows how decentralized this is becoming. Like you can just be a star now if you put in the work. And Tom, he puts in the work. Whether you love or hate Tom McDonald, whether you're a lib, which praying for you, and that is the reason for your aversion to him and his music, um, you gotta admit, to do this independently, this is high quality-ish. So it's not as if, He's just pooping anything out. You got to respect it regardless of whether you, you know, are a commie-ass bitch. And you shouldn't be a commie-ass bitch. What was that wave? What would Ben do? Apparently rap. I mean, wow. It's the wave for me in the background. I mean, that's haunted. But... I'm loving it so far. Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like lives my pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a wap. Dog is Don't be a wap, he said. Oh my God. I don't think I was ready. I really don't. I, I know I wasn't ready. It's hitting. And you know, I do have to say though, I know that I've dragged, you know, Ben Shapiro from New York to L.A. 
buy that yarmulke, right? Just done it. But I have a lot of respect for this. I love anyone who's willing to be, you know, shamelessly goofy, right? Like, and that's also what I love about Tom. It's like Tom, knowing him, it's like he's not putting Ben Shapiro in his song being like, you know, Ben Shapiro's a serious rapper. He knows it's going to be funny and nothing's wrong with humor. See, y'all, y'all let the left have a monopoly on fun. And do you know how not good that is? Do you know how, you know, disrupting that is to any chance of success that the right has in taking over any aspect of culture? I mean, God, we have, they have academia, all of television, half of the internet, if actually I would say 90% of the internet, they even got AI. I tried to put a Trump hat on a picture in AI yesterday in Photoshop and it said, error, this goes against our guidelines. You can't even put a MAGA hat in AI. I, I have a lot of respect for both Ben and you know Tom for doing this because they know it's fun. And I'm sorry, the right is a bit too boring. Actually way too boring, way too lame in fact. That's why I really appreciate Tom's presence that whether or not you like his music, it's just fun, like if you accept it as fun, right? Because a lot of y'all are so quick to call everything cringe. Is it that cringe or are you just boring as shit? See, the problem with the right is they often only see in black and white, right? So fun, art, right? Just they throw it out the window. And the problem with the libs is they see a few too many colors, right? They see a few too many colors and sometimes they lack the appreciation for simplicity. And, you know, any warping of that really like lame dynamic of like, there is no fun and no art on the right, I'm all here for it. See Yamaka, homie, no cap. Look at the graphs, look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You go he said, Yamaka, no cap. That's legitimately a great line. Are you gonna lie? Liars show up in the comments now, get it over with. I know you're lying, but you know that that was a fire line. Nicki Minaj gave it up. You can't give it up. Okay, liar, liar. Is anyone also gonna talk about the fact that his rapping is somehow more monotone than his speaking? That alone is mind blowing enough and reason enough for a few billion of these views. I mean, how the hell are you gonna be more dry and flat rapping than talking? Just no flair, right? No flair? I said yamaka. That is like the widest way to say yamaka. Yamaka. When the prison I'm on television, dogs, no one knows who you are. Keep hating on me on the internet. My comment section all woke Karen's. And I make racks off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents. Nikki, take some notes. I just did this for Another thing you have to respect is an accurate read. And if someone had a gun to my head and said, describe the average Ben Shapiro hater, unemployed would probably make the list. I mean, you're probably living at home. Not all of you, but a lot of y'all probably are. And I just love an accurate read because for me, you know, all my haters are ugly. And y'all get on me for just acknowledging that, but I don't know how to lie. People who hate Blair White are ugly. I just did this for fun. All my people download this. Let's get a billboard number one. This ain't rap. And he did. And he did. Listen. You don't have to like Ben Shapiro. You don't have to like Tom McDonald. 
You don't have to. It's just it, it is what it is. He did it. They did it. They did that. It's not quite giving Blair White writhing sexually in Versace on a cop car, burning cop car. I mean, that was just some kind of art, some kind of art. But this really did do its big one as well. So congratulations, Ben Shapiro. Congratulations, Tom. Such a deserving person. Tom is an amazing person. Up next, a tragedy. Sonny Hostin. I guess I can end it there, right? Like she is the tragedy. She is the tragedy, right? Part of that, The View show. And I've always hated The View. I've always had an issue with The View. You know, it's very insufferable. You know, I watch it all the time because I am a masochist, but I really don't like how they did my girl, Megan McCain. And this is where y'all want to comment. Blair, why are you friends with Megan McCain? Because I want to be. Because I want to be. And you don't know a single person behind these cameras, these lights, cameras, action. And you can't judge any of them. I'll do it for you. Sonny Hostin, tragedy. Um, so she found out that she uh, has descendants that are slave owners, that were slave owners, right? Because this is all, you know, very distant in the past, right? So were slave owners and are long dead. And so you shouldn't feel any guilt. But I guess if you're retarded, you're going to probably feel guilt over things other people did before you were even born, right? Um, let's just watch because this is glorious. This is glorious. I love when anyone ever has a disappointing DNA ancestry result because it just shows they're a racist ass bitch. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit in shock. I, I just always thought of myself as Puerto Rican, you know, half Puerto Rican. <laughs> I didn't think I was, uh, my family was originally from Spain and slaveholders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That laugh. I mean, this looks like Sonny's 13th reason. I like how, you know, most of us have really processed that life on this planet, you know, goes back pretty far, probably further than we even realize because a lot of this history shit is fake. And if we have to digress into a whole different topic about how history is fake, we can do that. We won't this time. Next time. Uh, most of us have come to the conclusion that, you know, because we have long lineages that go back, that maybe not everyone in our family lineage is a good person. And so maybe you shouldn't feel guilt about what they did because it has nothing to do with you. And he gave me some surprising revelations about my family history. You know, she I looks really broken. And I don't know how you felt when you did it, Whoopi, but I was really reluctant to do it because I just sensed that there could be something in my family history that would be um, disappointing. Um, Wait, so life isn't a Disney movie? And people can disappoint you. Like, I don't know what the fuck kind of world these people are living in. Where like everyone in their family lineage, because they're a woked out lib ass bitch, must also have been a woked out lib ass bitch. Like, did you think Harriet Tubman was going to be up in your family lineage? You think you're going to hit the jackpot and be able to go on air the next day and be like, good news, Harriet Tubman, that's my great aunt. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And so the biz, the family business, I have been told that they were printers and journalists, but they were in fact enslavers. Mm -hmm. um, and my mother, <laughs> so hush fell over the- The audience, ooh. Like, they are so <laughs> Thank God, every day that you're not a lib, imagine 
getting an ancestry DNA result and then feeling like you're going to go on an apology tour on The View and the audience, ooh, like she, like she really did something. I just, this, that's the number one thing. It is so unattractive to me to be a lib. I mean, I can't imagine a more miserable ideology. Granted, I always say it's unesthetic to be on the right. And I agree with that. It's unesthetic, but that's not the same thing as unattractive. I mean, this is repellent. If I would, <laughs> she's walking repellent. If I had to get an ancestry DNA result and then go on TV and do an apology tour, it's like, what are you talking about? This is sick. They're sick. Hush fell over the audience. It was deeply disappointing. <laughs> And it's deeply disappointing because my mother really identified as Puerto Rican. She was part of the civil rights um, movement. And um, she was deeply ingrained in black culture um, and, f and identified herself as black for race, but um, Hispanic for ethnicity. Okay. But her race is white. She's European. Yeah. yeah. Um, I you know, the first thing that comes to mind when I listen to this, you know, babblehead, not bobblehead. I mean, she is a bobblehead. She's dumb, but she's babbling. So she's a babblehead. My whole thing is people are so obsessed with race. I mean, fuck. She just went over all these classifications for what her mom identifies as and why the, all these things are so deeply ingrained and important to her. And I understand that it can be somewhat important to people, but I swear to God, and maybe it's by virtue of me being mixed with like everything, right? Because I'm a trans woman of many colors. Count the shades. That I don't really understand this like holding on to it and all these different like racial labels and cultural labels. It's like, what? are you a person? Or are you a beast? Like, are you so obsessed with like what you are? It, be you, you're sunny. All these other things should be secondary, third, fourth, fifth, maybe even 10th. And definitely not your 13th reason. Cause that's just sad. Um, I know it's yeah. weird because when you look at her, my mother's blonde and she has light eyes and my whole family looks like that. So I think inside, I sort of knew that this was my history and that's pr probably why I didn't want to do it. And I spoke to my mom about it. She was deeply disappointed. She actually cried about it. And then she said, maybe that- That's just sick. Crying about some shit you didn't do. And that happened way before you were born. I just like, I don't understand that. There, like, there's always been some sort of block for me to, uh, I guess it's just that y'all are robots. I mean, y'all are on that collective of shit. Y'all are robot bitches. Please, someone in the comments who maybe subscribes to this collectivist bullshit as well, explain to me what it's like to be a robot. Write it out. Let me know in the comments. I would like to know. I'm interested. Y'all are so in this Disney movie, this woke Disney movie where everyone's been recasted <laughs> from white to something else, right? That... You think life really works like a Disney movie. And then it's something to ooh about if you have like a bad person in your family lineage generations ago. Like y'all need to really get like a life. And then she said, maybe that's why I have been so connected to black culture because it's an atonement in my spirit. Mm. And um, I. Why do you have to atone for some shit someone else did? It's just so sick. It's so diseased 
It really is. And um, I, I received that. I also found out that, and there were slaves on- Liberals love saying, I received that. Y'all peep that? That is like one of their favorite phrases. I received that. But we are 7% indigenous Puerto Rican, Taino. So I'm proud of that. They say it like it's an accomplishment. I just, I, I can't wrap my head around it. And I know it's not because I'm done. I know it's because y'all are. And you know, they say in Puerto Rico, the blood calls you. And I, I, voting is so important to me. You know, you guys know I go to voter drives. I drive seniors to voting polls. I've never missed a vote. My family thinks it's crazy. I'll vote for anything, local something, constable, I'm there. That's not a fucking like badge of honor. I'll vote for anything, she says, okay? Who asked for that? Who asked for you to vote while knowing nothing at all? That's what you're saying. I mean, I'll vote for anything. So it can be things you're passionate about, not passionate enough, researched on, not researched on. See, a lot of y'all that are so obsessed with just the concept of like, we must vote. Not really. You really don't need to. A lot of y'all really do not need to be voting. Like living in LA, it's like that was the biggest thing. Vote stickers everywhere. Every lived out celebrity on TV. Vote. Remember to vote. Remember to vote. Remember to vote. And then they're voting to destroy their own city. So... Where's the logic? Y'all are voting to keep doo-doo and fecal matter on the streets. A lot of good voting did for that situation, right? So glad y'all voted. And I still have to step in y'all's fecal matter. Y'all's doo-doo. But thanks for voting. Would y'all not love to see me on The View eating these gargoyles up? Number of Gen Z people identifying as transgender twice that of millennials. Wow. I mean, who would have ever saw that shit coming, right? Who would have thought that the thing that everyone is trying to ring the alarm about being a social contagion is contagious socially? I mean, wow, wow. Definitely a plot twist here. Gen Z and young millennial employees are missing the equivalent of one day's work each week due to mental health concerns. So we need to talk about, and not in a shallow way. I know y'all love to stay down there in the, really shallow waters, but we're going to go a bit deeper, right? And really talk about why Gen Z seems to be in very poor mental health. And we won't even get to Gen Alpha. I heard they're fried. I heard they're fried. Like chicken. Because you got to remember, they're born like this. They come out the womb and they're doing this. I know I'm quite ignorant. But I think some of the ways that people actually talk about Gen Z and their mental health crisis, which it is a crisis, baby is a bit ignorant actually, and I don't like it. I don't like how it's talked about as if it's somehow their fault, as if somehow they're just stupid. Never mind the fact that they're young, right? I know it gets up there with the, you know, oldest Gen Z, they're kind of in their 20s now, but you know, this is a generation that we put through, and yes, I'm saying it, we put through a pandemic. Does that mean she thinks the COVID wasn't real? No. Simpleton, it means that all the other shit, right? Locking them in their houses, mentally torturing them for not just 2020, right? 2020, 2021, 2022. It was three years that y'all put them through. Hi, you can go outside now. Now, now you can't. Now you have to go outside to riot. No, now you can't. Stand six feet away. Actually, that doesn't work. You can't travel. You can get a shot or you can't go to school. Actually, you can. Right after you got your shot, now you did it for nothing. Like we really tortured them mentally and then we're sitting here up here expecting them to just be as like capable 
and able to be, you know, healthy members of society as generations past. Never mind the fact that it's not as if millennials really have it going on like that either mentally. I mean, a lot of them are not even, you know, they're not mentally sick, but they're just dumb. A lot of millennials are stupid as shit. I'm saying this as a millennial who is only marginally stupid as shit. So does Gen Z have more mental health issues? Yes. Are there more issues causing poor mental health going on? During their development years, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got WW3 incoming. We got, just came out of a pandemic. We got a president who's like this. Remember when it was like aspirational? I mean, God, even growing up for me, George Bush, you know, he was a cornball. He was corny as hell, right? But it's still like that was the president. Obama was whatever you thought of Obama, but it was still the president and it was still like, wow, aspirational. Now you got Biden talking about, well, you know, God told me that I could touch kids and I don't know what's going on with Iran. And like, that's Joe Biden. That's aspirational in our country. And that's all they've ever seen. And they're growing up in a time where they have to be like this, frying their brains. Does this look like a girl that can't be blamed? Well, blame for a few things. I mean, a few of the aesthetic choices, I mean, I wouldn't say to do that, right? I would advise against that. That's just, <clears throat> but what's going on inside is not her choice. And even this, you know, Gen Z all thinking they're trans, which is stop. But they're not thinking it just poof out of nowhere. They're thinking it because they're literally under assault by big pharma. They're literally under assault by pharmaceutical companies that stand to make billions and billions off of their pain and suffering and incorrect diagnosis. See, y'all think... This is the biggest thing for me. The biggest shift from like the libs I used to know and like not hate, disagree with, but not hate because I could see where they were coming from was their basic distrust of, you know, institutions such as Big Pharma and, you know, companies that are selling pills to people like that used to be a mainstay. Like I'm a liberal, so I don't trust Big Pharma. Now it's like they're all drug dealers. Liberals are straight up drug dealers now. Get the shot. Yes, you're trans. Take the pills. Yes, here's a list of all my antidepressants. Take all of them at once. Don't do that. I mean, this girl is a prime example that I'm going to show you of just like, how is this her fault? Watch this and tell me how it's her fault. I think that I would like validation for my gender identity. Here are some pictures of me. My pronouns are it and they. My gender is none. <laughs> I enjoy dressing in a more feminine, I guess, way. But I don't want to be associated with gender. I enjoy looking like a clown. I kind of view myself as a doll. I don't abide by gender. I'm fucking built different. Listen, just because you enjoy looking like a clown doesn't mean you have to actually be a clown. I know it's not your fault, but it's becoming your choice. It's kind of like how I'm dressed like some sort of geisha. It's giving Chun-Li. It's giving borderline cultural appropriation. And yet, I'm not out here talking about, I'm Chun-Li. Welcome back to the Chun-Li project. Like, it's just not giving that, right? So, you're not a clown. Don't act like a clown. She is under attack by many forces that are attempting to warp her brain and have successfully done it in some aspects not saying she's beyond help or beyond coming back right she can always boomerang back we can all do that however look what they've done to her 
Look what they're doing to the kids. I mean, we're all under attack. Look at me. All I did was drink the water. And now I have tits. And a Michael Jackson nose. That's fucked up. I do want to be serious here. I really do. Because you know how it's like, okay, here's the thing. Here's a misconception about me. People really think that because I laugh at stuff that I'm not a serious person. But it's like, I really do look at these people and I feel terrible for them. Because these aren't, this isn't, you know, a Locke Vade Manon, right? And his hairy ass. This isn't Jeffrey Marsh coming up saying some shit. These are like young people who are at the whims of many forces, right? Competing for her soul. Demons don't want money. They have money, a lot of it. They want that soul. And they're going to tug a lug on that soul, right? Big Pharma says, oh, I want her soul. That, that's ours. The media comes through. Actually, that's our soul. Oh, we can collaborate, though. And there's, you know, a big pharma commercial in everything that we run, right? The academia. Oh, no, we'll take her soul. We'll take that now. And social media is like, mm, no, we're going to actually take her soul and fry her brain. So all this tug lug lugging on her spirit, and y'all will still fix your crooked mouth to blame her. Sick. Hello. I have been asked by the other system members to make a video and talk a bit about my lived experience. I am binary. I use it and he pronouns. And I am a robot or android of sorts. I mean, I've been saying libs are robot bitches, but for this one, you know, this is clearly who bought her the LGBT stuff. How dare you? Imagine being a parent of this kind of lost ass child and allowing her to just chalk it up to like, this means I'm trans this and non-binary this and all this fucking shit. It's like maybe instead of getting her another pride flag, get her some help. Because that's a baby. That's a child. She now goes by it and itself because she has no self-worth. No self-value right? No hope, right? That's ultimately what this is. This is called hopelessness. And it can be, you know, presented in this clownish way, all these colors and ooh, LGBT. It's called hopelessness. And it's spread across all of our culture right now. And it's affecting all of us in many different ways. It's hitting the babies the hardest though. Because they're babies, a non-human alter. Her self-worth is so depleted that she's like, actually, I'm not even human. That's called disassociation, right? And if you do it to such an extreme extent that you're not dis disassociating from like a current circumstance, you're like disassociating from humanhood. That's extreme. And y'all will still go out there, parents. Linda and Thomas, this girl's parents, this is directly to you. Don't get this girl another goddamn pride flag. Tell her she's not an it. And tell her that the rainbow people are steering her wrong. She's not an it. I want to try to define my gender, but it's really hard in 60 seconds, so I'm going to talk really fast. I'm gender fluid and... You're a woman. What was that? Half a second? I mean... And here's how that works for me. Most of the time, I'm one of two, like, modes or mindsets. Most of the time, I am this weird amalgamation of, like, genders and vibes and essence and just being that I literally cannot define. I don't know. You're just gonna have to take my word for it. It's like the universe. It's, like, ever-flowing. There's, like, 
sparkles and it's just like it it changes over time and it moves through each other and it's never it's never one thing and then other like majority of the time I'm just a void like there's nothing there it, it there's just an absence and I don't know how else to describe that absence is your father baby girl that's not a drag that's a drag towards your father this is literally fatherlessness y'all don't want me to get in on fatherlessness I can we're just going to have to, you know, take Blair's word, a.k.a. decades and decades of studies and that void. She's literally saying it right. So all that other shit that came before that, none of that was the truth. The truth was. And if you listen to these people, you hear the truth jump out. It jumps in and then it jumps back out. She said other times there's a void. There's an absence. And I don't know why I'm feeling this. That's the whole thing. All the other shit before that, that's the whole thing. There's a void, there's an absence. And again, this is something that we're feeling culture-wide. Culture-wide. It just manifests in different ways. She's a victim. And so I know that no matter what Blair White says, it's going to come across as me trying to drag her by that green hair, but I'm really not. I'm trying to drag her bald-ass daddy that ain't in the picture, who's allowing her to go through life trying to figure out what this void is because also culture tells you that you don't need a dad, right? That the family unit is, who cares, right? Like destroy a family, don't be a family, don't have kids, doesn't matter, right? That's who I'm dragging, it's her bald ass daddy. She has to work through so much indoctrination just to get to the point of okay, that it, for most people, I would assume is insurmountable. I mean, she has to work through cultural indoctrination. She has to work through social indoctrination. She has to work through medical indoctrination. I tweeted this out the other day because this is exactly what I'm talking about. They put this teenager on testosterone who also believes there are many people living inside them with different pronouns and genders. We started testosterone, they said. Like, look what they're doing to the babies. They're putting the babies on testosterone. Because they go in and say they have multiple personalities and maybe one of them is also a male. I am so glad we're finally at a point where at least some people are willing to admit that trans healthcare is overran by ideologues and commies, right? Like at least we're finally, I've been ringing that alarm for a minute and that made me a Nazi, right? Hey, can we not chop off kids' dicks? Nazi! That's how sick y'all are. As if those two... The Nazis were the ones cutting the kids' dicks off. That was y'all, actually. And then you want to find out they were socialists, too. Oh, so it was the left-wing political party that did all that. Okay, okay. Just like y'all had the slaves, too. Sonny Hostin going back, like that hairline, through her family lineage. Oh, my side was the bad guys and still are. Still are. Y'all are still enslaving people in other ways and cutting kids' dicks off, so you actually upped the ante. But y'all are the counterculture, right? The rebels. Despite the fact that I can guess every single one of your character traits, personality traits, and or beliefs before you even open that mouth. Let me guess, green hair? Blue? Okay, close enough, right? Watch a CNN? Oh, MSNBC? Close enough, right? Oh, six boosters? You rebel-ass bitch who does everything you're told. Six boosters? Oh, trans lives matter? Yeah, gotta cut those kids' dicks off. I'm sure they'll grow back, right? Oh, let me guess. Anti-capitalism? 
tweeted from your fucking iPhone. And I'm so sorry that I'm being so harsh. I am so sorry that no one has ever clocked you like that. But you know, everything happens for a reason. And the reason for this is you're retarded. Climate activists, my favorite, throw soup at the Mona Lisa. What did she do? Y'all are really gonna do Mona like that? This is the thing. You, a lot of y'all, when you hear me say, I don't really care about climate change because I don't, y'all do the spins, right? Your little brain, why y'all get dizzy. And that's okay. I'm gonna give you a moment. Gather yourself, sit up straight. And let's have an adult conversation. I do believe the climate changes. I also believe there is absolutely nothing I can do to put even the tiniest dent in that. I also believe there is nothing that even if every single citizen of America got behind it and tried to fix it and tried to, you know, reduce their emissions and tried to do everything right, right, recycling everything, that it wouldn't make a dent because it's the corporations doing it. It's y'all trying to manipulate us into thinking this is our problem from your private jets, right? So they're tweeting about the climate crisis from their private jet. And I'm over here just using a little bit of hairspray, baby. Just a little bit. Not a lot. I don't even overdo it. There's no, where's the crunch? This is Indian Remy. You don't just load it up with hairspray. A very beautiful woman donated this to me. Where does she live? I don't know. Is she actually from India? I don't know. But I bet you she's just trying to survive in India while the government is creating all these emissions she's then blaming herself for. That's that gaslighting, right, that I keep talking about. And it's not even consistent messaging, right? So we can't have paper straws, but, oh, everyone has to be in a mask. And that's just going to pollute the entirety of the bottom of the ocean. Oh, who knows what's down there? Just eating it, strangling them. All the little turtles that y'all were so concerned because those straws went up their nose. Those masks are around their neck, baby. And I know that some of even my fans, probably when I start running my mouth about, you know, climate change and how I don't care about it, even some of y'all are like, really, really, Blair, at least care about that. Okay, well, hear me out. Hear me out. Pick up on a few things, right? This is the reason I don't really care about climate change. Because A, I don't care about things I can't control. Thanks, therapy. That's what I learned. Also, if you're an adult, right? And there's a reason why all the climate activists tend to be very young because they haven't been alive long enough to really see this. But if you are an adult, you know that you've lived your entire life on this planet being told the world's going to end in five seconds because of climate change. It was what? The acid rain. And then it was the rainforest. No one even talks about them anymore at all. And then it was the polarized caps. And then it was literally there have been about, I'm not kidding. And I'm so sorry if you don't believe this because you're just young and haven't lived long enough to kind of see it over and over again. But there's probably been about 15 doomsday dates set by the scientists for us destroying our planet due to climate change. And all of it, all of it, has tunneled down as somehow our responsibility and not the corporations, not the governments that are doing all of this, right? So even if you want to get behind the idea that it is man-made, I'm not even mad at you, baby, but specify which man, not this one. It's the man at the top that is putting all that dookie in the air from his private plane tweeting that this man is the problem. And what about that hole, the ozone layer hole? that y'all did, what am I gonna do about the ozone layer hole? 
or did it or is that just not even of interest anymore right because like now all the things that i was supposed to be terrified about growing up and in the school system they're not even a problem anymore now it's different problems because y'all change the goalpost every three years right and some of y'all still get hyped. There's a reason why none of these climate change activists seem to be older than like 18. Because once you're alive for enough years, you realize, oh, wow, I've lived through 15 doomsday dates. So maybe this 2027 one set by the new scientists, right? Maybe they're not really on to the right shit. I really believe that it's part of the overall psyop to destroy hope, to destroy the human spirit to make you believe, to raise you through the school system to believe that there is an expiration date on your life. That by 1994, we're all gonna be dead from climate change. How dare you? By 2002, actually. How dare you? Oh, no, no, sorry, it's 2012, right? How dare you? That's when those ice caps are really gonna melt, 2012, right? Oh, no, actually, 2020, y'all. How dare you? No, 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 you don't get it. 2025 is when shit's really gonna go down. How dare you? The point of no return. Do you know how many point of no returns I have lived through? And when you return from the point that they said you couldn't return from a few times, you kind of realize it's bullshit. And that's why so many of their activists are in fact very young because they haven't just seen enough of that bullshit yet. But I'm sorry, I've seen it. And perhaps one day they'll be right. But I'm not living my life like it's over, babe. I'm living my life like I have a new day to live tomorrow. And I don't worry about shit I can't control. And I know y'all get triggered by these words, but if you want to storm the Capitol and have them do something about climate change, perhaps that's the right avenue, right? What did Mona do? How dare you? I mean, this is the type of shit they do. Look at this. They are cemented together. Look at that. This brings new definition to my favorite saying, which is stuck on stupid. Imagine being so stuck on stupid that you're stuck on another stupid person and y'all are just morphing into one little cement hybrid. Because the climate. That's sick. I've never heard a German man in distress like that. I didn't know the German language could even sound like that. I thought it was just a constant kind of threat. That's what I hear when I hear German. I'm like, ooh, you okay? Being misgendered can be an incredibly painful experience. And now our favorite segment reacting to woke TikToks. I know I usually come in here raw dogging it. No protection, but I have in fact come today with my weapon of choice. Happy Pride Month. Let's talk about my pronouns. So I use Let's not. Moving on. Good afternoon. If you're a Republican voter, I want you to listen real close. I sincerely hope that someone who you can't live without, who your life would fall apart if that person disappeared off the face of the earth. If you're a Republican voter, if you are a die-hard GOP voter, I sincerely hope the person you love most gets a surprise attack of diabetes. That was a bit specific. 
One of y'all needs to come get your grandma. Grandma's gone goofy again. She's off them bath salts. Her hair's blue. She's wearing cheetah. And she's wishing death upon people in her car. And I know that y'all have talked about the fact that she is not capable and fit to drive. That license, I know, has been taken away for a few months. I just have to say it again. Just like earlier in the video when I said, be thankful that you are not a liberal. Because this is some hate living in you that I couldn't, I can't relate to having that inside of me, baby. And so she's saying diabetes because it's about, you know, things being covered by insurance or whatever. I want to know, is your life alert covered by insurance? Because frankly, you're on the cusp and also you're already dead on the inside, right? So that death of your spirit has already occurred. And I can only imagine that due to living in this current state of disheveled hatred is probably going to lead to that actual death relatively soon. Not wishing that upon you because I'm not you, baby. I'm not a fucking demon. But... I will advise against deciding to live with this sort of hatred in your heart because you're just pitiful, grandma. This is how I know your grandkids don't love you because literally if my grandmother logged on to any app and ran her mouth looking like this, first of all, I mean, that alone I would call. Like grandma, the blue hair and the cheetah print, it's not giving what you think it is. And as your loving grandchild, Stop. On today's episode of is it a microaggression or is a white lady just being nice? A coworker says to me, you're running this meeting very well. Mind you, the person who was supposed to run the meeting didn't come. So it could have just been a nice compliment. What do y'all think? One thing I've noticed since really like including racial woke TikToks in the lineup here with you guys is that the things they complain about are just wild and they're very indicative of the fact that, you know, some of y'all hang on to hatred and racism as a crutch, right? Like every part of you desperately wants to believe that it surrounds you everywhere you go, right? Because that's your religion. But if you have to ask, was she being racist or just being nice? As if those aren't completely polar opposite ends of the spectrum. And how if you're one of them, you're actually not even close to the other one, right? I mean, my God, if someone put a gun to my head and said, make that make sense, her TikTok, I would have to say my goodbyes. She already fucked it up. Everything's fucked up. Ain't no making sense of it. Bye. You told me you're trans. How yeah. often have you said that to someone and then they're like spatch, meaning like they're not into it? Disclosing it is, is challenging when to do it. I usually wait until after the first date, yeah. but previously I lived stealth where it's like I would live as a cis woman. Mm. And I've had guys like eat me out and like have sex with me for like two months. And then I'm like, shit, I need to tell them That's because hilarious. they're catching feelings. And they'd be like, pissed off, like, wait, am I gay? And I'm like, you've been eating me out for two months and had no idea. You're wow. not gay. You're nasty. I mean, I guess there's no argument here, right? Pussy's pussy. Right, bro? This is really sick on multiple levels, it, it is, you know, multi-tiered here. The first, and I just have to say this, if you don't know, there is this really big emphasis in the trans community. One of the, you know, really toxic elements of it, as if they mostly aren't all toxic, right? This one though, is that this idea of like, you can just let a guy, as Miss Bitch just said, eat me out for two months 
And that's not something like deeply immoral if you don't happen to tell them that, oh, I'm also like I'm trans, like I'm born a man. Like, listen, some of y'all get carried away, right? Some of y'all are a little gone with the wind and will say that it's rape, right? I don't think it's rape, but I think it's about as close as you can get to rape without being rape. You're going to jail, baby. You're going to jail. The other really unhealthy element of this is I am so sick of people putting this emphasis in the trans community about like stealth and like living stealth and hooking up with guys and not telling them. It's talked about as a brag, right? Like, look how sickening I am. I can fucking whatever. Baby, you're putting your life in danger and then putting more trans women, younger ones, lives in danger by even preaching this is something that's even remotely okay. So let Auntie Blair tell you what's really going on. You do this, you're going to die. You're going to die. And even if you don't actually die, you might as well treat it as something that will lead to you dying. Because one of these days, and this is just in the numbers, right? Trans people, trans women who get murdered, the media will have you believe that it's a bunch of KKK motherfuckers walking around and that's who's really offing the girls, right? No. The girls are getting offed by their dudes. The girls are getting offed by men that they are having sex with and letting him eat me out for two months. And then they find out and they snap, crackle, and pop on your ass. And that's not right. They shouldn't have snap, crackle, popped on your ass, but they did. And they should go to jail for that too because there's no justification for murder. However, there are ways to avoid um, that specific, really unfortunate um, destiny that both of y'all would come upon, right? Like maybe just being secure with yourself and being like, I'm trans on the first date. Or over DMs or texts before you even meet up, right? Like we're in an age of technology. There is no reason to even struggle internally with when do I tell him um, a text now? Five minutes ago, like probably would have been the correct timing. It's not really a big question for me at least. I mean, and also it's seen as some sort of like badge of honor if you can hook up with or even in some cases it's really horrific date or marry men and never tell them, baby, I swear to God, I know y'all have it so backwards and Blair White's the insecure one, right? Blair White's the one that hates herself. Meanwhile, y'all are the ones that can't even admit you're trans to people that you are interested in dating and or having sex with because you are so scared that they are going to hate you and be disgusted with you because that's how you feel about yourself. And it's unfortunate. But all that double speak and that gaslighting and that manipulation that y'all used to say that the one who admits that she's trans and doesn't give a fuck is probably the one that's insecure and hates herself. It's backwards. Backwards. Why would you even ever want to be with someone who doesn't know and love you for everything that you are? That's why I never understood the whole like tranny chaser discourse. It's like, oh, you mean he's like attracted to what you are? And that's bad. Why? Probably because you think it's bad, right? You think you being trans is bad and you're disgusting. That's what you think about yourself. So you're putting that on other people who engage with you. And you are so not confident that people will engage with you when they know what you really are. That you're willing to let him eat you out for two months. You sick bitch. See, you're so focused on getting head that you haven't had your head checked. Sad. Most unironic way is I hate America so much. The quality of life is so bad that I'd be willing to commit treason for free. I'd be giving away government secrets like it's a Black Friday deal. You know, my little jingle would be, it's the season for some treason. I would do anything to get out of this country. Anything? Anything. 
except actually leave, right? Because you're free to go anytime. We have that freedom thing here. So you are free to move, free to leave, free to fuck off. Y'all love making threats of your absence as if anyone would miss you at all. Who is going to miss you, baldy? Head looking like split pea soup. Small head, bald head. Who's going to miss you? Humpty Dumpty. Looking like an egghead. And I just feel like we have enough of those. So, bye. Remember when we lost all of our American celebrities during the 2016 election? Oh, no, they didn't leave. Y'all love it here. I mean, if you're so upset about life in the country that gives you that iPhone to run that mouth on, maybe move to the countries where they're building the iPhones. See how those are. Race is a human invention or construct created specifically to justify the colonization, displacement, and dehumanization of anyone deemed subhuman by European colonizers. We are categorized according to race or racialized. Science shows us that race is not biological or genetic, and history shows us that race was invented and reinforced over the past 600 years. A subject. Y'all will just say anything. Can we talk about your references here? Chapter 5 of an untitled book that says get smarter about racism and all the other text is blurred out. That's your, that's your that's your evidence? Those are your receipts? And I have to say, apparently her name is Blair Amani. You are bringing disgrace to the name Blair. Blair is a beautiful name. Do not play with my name. When's the last time you even heard of a bitch named Blair? Only a few select icons in history are named Blair. We're talking Blair White. We're talking Blair from Gossip Girl. We're talking the Blair Witch Project. She was a demon, but she created a genre, baby. Just like me. Not the demon part, but the creating a genre part, you know. Y'all are so hung up on social constructs. It's your favorite term. Such and such is socially constructed, therefore it doesn't matter. As if something socially constructed is not actually constructed by nature as well. You're also very self-centered. So the entire concept of race was invented just to subjugate you to demonize people who you think look like you. I mean, that's a level of self-centered narcissism that I just, it's almost as mind-blowing as you having the name Blair. And trust me, I'm fried about that. Everything I say about gender <laughs> is influenced by my whiteness, which is obvious, but there's an interest. I'm sorry, it's just like he's giving gay where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? Here. Freshly home from the gay pride parade. second part to this. The rejections of gender and gender roles that I create and embody will still come from my whiteness, those acceptable to my constructions of self as a white person. I will likely uphold and encourage white beauty standards and see and more immediately accept other white rejections of gender. Essentially, even the most cr Then how am I the problem? The woke white saviors, sometimes I struggle to even include them in the lineup for the woke TikToks because they're just so simple, right? They're just giving simpleton. They sit up here and admit to themselves and to their viewers that they are the problem, but still gaslight you into thinking that you're also the problem. He's like, I will uphold white beauty standards. Okay. Love that for you. I don't do that. I pick from a little bit of everything. I think each race has beautiful things about them. I really do. I don't think that only one race has, you know, a monopoly on beauty. Like I pick and pull from everywhere. 31 flavors, Baskin Robbins, however many the hell they have. Like, you know, I may dress like Chun-Li in a podcast episode because I am 1% Asian, by the way. And so 
I don't know, every 99 outfits, there may be one Asian adjacent one. You know, it's beautiful Latina bitches. Hi, I get spray tanned. And I even have Latina in me, but I wasn't lucky enough to get the skin tone, right? Because I do believe that's a beautiful skin tone. And it's not that the white girls don't have beauty because they do. Everyone's trying to copy their hair. Even y'all who sit up here and act like they're the devil. A lot of y'all have pieces on that look just like theirs, right? This is Indian Remy, baby. This was, you know, we're going to hopefully believe not forcefully taken from a beautiful Indian woman. But again, I'm, I'm wearing different races on me. So <laughs> guess we found Waldo fresh off that West Hollywood bender, right? Crack still in his veins and just letting it loose all over TikTok. Sick. Sick. I'm a doctor and apparently the state of Texas needs to reconsider what it considers child abuse. Because you know what's abusive? Ignoring the needs of your child when your child is telling you what they need. And engaging in behavior as a parent that could lead them to unalive themselves. Over 80% of trans youth have admitted to having thoughts about unaliving themselves and over 50% have actually attempted it. I mean, that's really scary. I've actually never had one until now, bitch. Talking about we need to reestablish what we think of as abuse. We need to reestablish what we think of as doctors because if I walked in the ER, I'm talking like a sprained ankle. It could be minor. I would run to the hills, Iron Maiden from this bitch. And yet she's cutting kids' dicks off. Y'all are trusting rainbow hair with your child's genitals and letting her gaslight you into thinking it's abusive not to remove them beyond. I'm not saying that every doctor should be in like impeccable shape, right? Like I don't need to see necessarily a doctor with a six pack and glowing, you know what I mean? But like there's also levels to it, right? Like she shouldn't also be decrepit like this. This is straight decrepit. And if she didn't have that color in her hair, and if it was just that one tone gray, which you know it is underneath, this would be a corpse telling you to abuse your children, otherwise known as a straight demon, because a corpse shouldn't speak. A corpse should sit there and be silent. And here you are running your mouth. That mouth is abusive. I'm seeing a lot of queer white people posting shit like, like posting themselves being really happy and doing some random shit and being like, yeah, our joy is resistance. And like, in my opinion, white people's joy is not resistance. Like queer or not, your joy is not resistance. Matter of fact, your joy is what got us here in the first place. Like your joy is why we're having to resist. And like y'all putting yourselves and finding yourselves and like your own joy in front of everybody else is what got us here. Like literally I'm seeing so many white people right now going on like organizer retreats and posting about their joy and how awesome it was. Honestly, I wanna see more of y'all like sitting your ass at home and giving your money to black and brown people so they can do that sh Oh, bye. Oh, my brain cells were just leaving, Hold on. bye. Didn't I just say that the thing that racial activists now oppose is happiness, joy, speaking, races getting along, people not being miserable. This is just, this is the most unhealthy person. And you see the oppression Olympics, right? That totem pole, the white queer people are below like queer people who aren't white. It's like that totem pole, that ladder they think is leading them to heaven when it's actually taking them to hell, right? And that's a self-created hell. I'm not even talking about how you're going to burn an actual hell with Satan, right? Like maybe probably, but aside from that, you're choosing to live 
in hell on earth. Being offended and upset when you see joy. That's sad. But call that your own poor mental health, not anyone else's problem. Hey, so we're having a real debate right here. I am non-binary. I am a non-binary woman. I have a vagina owner. And my husband tells me consistently that he is a cis man that likes vagina. And that's how he identifies, as a straight cis man. I find it offensive that my husband sees himself as straight when he's married to someone who is non-binary. I hope that regardless of who he's married to, unfortunately you, he has a motherfucking prenup. Greg, Tom, whoever you are out there, please tell me you have a prenup because this woman will take you for everything you're worth. She's already taking your joy. She's already taking your mental health. Next up is that coin. You see how it's never actually just about accepting them? Like they will not only change what they think is changing their own sexuality or gender or whatever. They want to change yours along with them. They're taking you along for the ride. Like Lana Del Rey. They're taking you along, babe. And unfortunately, you have one of two options. Greg, Tom, whoever you are out there. Bennett. You need to divorce her now. Did you know you can actually get a prenup while you're actually married and that it holds more weight than doing it beforehand? If you can get this trick to sign a prenup, it's not called that, but sign the mid-marriage nup or whatever, the court's going to take it more seriously than a prenup. Y'all need to stop taking the non-binary label and just accept what it really is, which is you're ugly. It's okay. And here's the thing. When I call people ugly, I am always mostly talking about, you know, the inside, but the outside sometimes too, but that's all something you can work on, baby. It's not like you're ugly and you're sentenced to ugly. I actually don't think anyone is permanently ugly. I think everyone has beautiful things about them with some, it's a bit harder to uh, find, right? Like a needle in a haystack. But if you find it, you can turn it up and you can get better looking, right? So sometimes I think people get so offended when you call people ugly because they think that you're, you know, Invoking some sort of like permanent state. No, you can you can become better. And I hope you do. After this marriage, because Bennett, get rid of her. But get that mid-marriage nut. If you have a problem with someone's fat body, because that's what it is, it's fat, um, overspilling it into your seat, that's not the person's problem, okay? It's the airline's problem because that's who you're paying your money for. It means they're not an inclusive company. They're not including people of different sizes. So if it's affecting you, think how much it's affecting that person. I'm definitely feeling affected. You know, that you clocked accurately. You know, just like that whole airplane seat thing isn't working out for you, running that mouth publicly is really not working out. And I need you to question who led you to believe that you had anything interesting to say, anything remotely worth taking seriously to say. Baby, pay for that second seat and stop talking. Just stop talking and just go on Ozempic. And I'm actually not saying that to sound mean because guess who's on Ozempic? Hi, I started it and I have no shame in that. Y'all think I would get 
everything else done, but not I have a moral high ground against Ozempic. I really don't. And uh, we're just going to accept that you don't have to be fat anymore. Science figured it out. You don't have to make this misery your identity. You don't have to self-harm. Get Ozempic and lose some fucking weight. There is nothing to be ashamed about in that. I'm on it. And a lot of other things. You don't got to be a queer Snorlax for the rest of your life. You can step into the light. I am a non-binary middle school special education teacher. And only my two paraprofessionals know that I'm non-binary. Because that's not like a conversation I want to have. with. Because he couldn't tell by looking at you? You are non-binary TM. Baby girl. Baby boy. Baby they. You are what they would put in the dictionary as non-binary. Synonym, demented, you. I cannot believe you're working with special needs children. I mean, that's just straight abuse. That's disgusting. As if infiltrating the regular classrooms like y'all do and psyoping these babies wasn't your big one. You got to go into the special needs class. With parents and admin right now. Anyway, one of my students said that I was a beautiful king the other day. And that was just so affirming why does it look like you got wet what is that face leave the special needs babies alone do they not have enough problems you just wanted to step in that door and say hey can i be your next problem like get away from them and i'm sorry to tell you he did lie to you he lied to you in fact he lied to you several times and told you you were fly, hot, sexy, beautiful, and you're nothing like that. You're nothing of the sort. Affirming. It gave me the gender euphoria. Have a good day. Do you see why I don't, even when I'm joking, I'm not running my mouth. I asked, did it make you wet? And here she is the second we hit play. It gave me that euphoria. Maybe some of y'all need to do drugs. Maybe some of y'all actually need to just go get your euphoria from drugs. Because special needs kids, it's just not, you know, it's, it's just not good. You got to stop. You got to get away. You got to get fired. Stop hiring these teachers. I'm exhausted. So I got to go. Probably to church after all that. Um, I love you. Follow me on this channel as well as my main channel. Follow me on X and Instagram. And I'll see you in the next episode of The Boy White Project. Bye.